I want to give you a job. Be just like old times. Last time I ended up in here. Darius Stone trained sniper, top scores, urban recon, demolition, led a mutiny against a four-star general. Darius Stone no longer exists. Who the hell am I? You're the new Triple X. God bless America. You're listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy's Sequel Remix. This is episode 356. I'm Marquis Mike. I missed time to yawn right there. Yeah, I was right. Ooh, right was, when you hit us. I was, was riding my ramp up and. It hit me. Oh, that's tiring. You know, it's uh, the, the days are shorter, night is longer. The days are short and it's bitter cold. Oh, it's freezing. Cold snap. Just everywhere, right? Or yeah. just the Pacific Northwest. We gotta have these crazy cold temperatures everywhere. I get up in the morning, it's dark. It, I feel like it's dark till lunch. Yeah. Eat lunch. I'm done with the lunch. Yeah. Look outside, it's dark again. It's a cold soup. Yeah. It's between cold soup cold and the soup dark. in the dark. When it's eight degrees. <laughs> oh, it's miserable <laughs> this time of year. We're, we're pat, everybody's over their holiday cheer. We're just yeah. in the gloom. Yeah. I know. I, I took the dog for a walk yesterday and you know, 19 degree weather or whatever yesterday was. And, and I, I get out and I'm like, all right, I'm taking these stupid Christmas lights down and I'm like, oh, don't be a Scrooge yet. Yep. Oh, I walk by the Christmas tree every day, and I say, oh, I can't wait to have my living room back. I know. I, I love Christmas. I do. I love having a Christmas tree in the house. Mm-hmm. But day after Christmas, I'm ready for it to be gone. Yeah, let's just box all this stuff up. Yeah. Put it away. And nice. Uh, as much as I love Christmas, I love a good Christmas storage. Oh, okay. Like putting everything in a box and a tote. Stack that tote neatly in a corner, you know? Put it, put it out of sight for, for for a year? Yeah. Yeah. I got a new uh, storage system this year. I'm ready, ready to do a right. great uh, uh, unveil on Christmas. All right. I added some shelves into a closet. I said, this will be perfect. This little space, this will be our Christmas space. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So. We, wow. actually, we, we bought one of those nice wrapping paper uh, plastic. I was just going to say, we bought a wrapping yeah. paper storage bin. That was a game changer yeah. last year. I... I I think we got that last year, and I, I, and I don't wrap presents very well. I don't like wrapping presents, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Hey, where's the wrapping paper?" He's like, "It's over there." I'm like, "Oh, where? It's in that box." And I open the box, and it's like, like bells played, and angels got their wings as mm-hmm. I opened it. It was amazing. Like everything's organized, all these yeah. rolls. I've got the tape. I got the scissors. I have to look for every anything. Put it all right back where I took it out. Used it. Put it all right back. Put the lid back on. I'm like, boom. Good for a year, and I know where to find it. Yeah. Oh, because when it's sitting around loosely, like, it never, you, you set it in a corner, it starts to slowly unravel, it never gets as tight. Yeah, as, for, you know. for years, ours was always in, stuck end, end in on an old gift bag. Yeah. And so you got, like, four rolls of paper, they're hanging to one side of the gift bag, that's leaning in the corner. In the gift bag is maybe some bows and scissors, but it's a, a pile of mess, and you can't, yeah, it's told. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Get get organized. Get organized. Yeah. It makes it makes holidays more cheerful. Yeah. Now's a good time for it. Ah. Uh, well, while we're uh, just getting getting our Christmas out of the way, looking forward to twenty twenty two. Uh, what have you been watching? You know, I thought I was going to come in here with a pretty sad list, but I'm looking at my list and I actually watched a lot more than I remember. Um, but. A few are Christmas classics, so I'll just throw burn through those real quick. And I also I was talking to someone. It was interesting how like the term Christmas 
Christmas classic really changes from household to household. Right. Uh, like, I watched, you know, my Christmas classics here, but, you know, these won't be classics for other people. Like, yeah. We, I watched Bad Santa. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's a classic in our household. We like it. We like the raunchy laugh, laughs and drunk-ass Santa. I love it. Home Alone, one of my favorites all time. Still love watching that every year. I usually watch Home Alone 1 and 2. I did not get to 2 this year. Did a classic Home Alone. And then I uh, squeezed in. We got home just in time, Christmas night, for the final run of The Christmas Story on TNT. I didn't get to watch. I, I, I got to tune in, got uh-huh. my Christmas Story in on 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 TV, and I love it. Love watching that movie on Christmas Day. So there's the Christmas movies I got in since the last show. Then, watch the 1948 classic Key Largo, Humphrey Bogart, uh, Lauren Bacall. Just an awesome movie. Um, there's this really great scene at the very end on a boat. No spoilers. I'll leave it there. Um, man, that movie's great. Probably seen it. Probably seen that movie 20 times. Mm. Um, got into some newer stuff here. Um, I watched a movie that I, I wanted to watch for a few years, and I missed it, but I, I finally got around to it. I watched the 2018 HBO original of Fahrenheit 451. That's the Michael B. Oh, Jordan yeah. Um, movie. That's Yeah, I remember that coming out. Yeah. Michael um, Shannon's in that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's, I thought it was okay. Okay. Um, I, I looked briefly at like either Rotten Tomatoes or maybe just the letterbox scores on it and they seem kind of like, ooh, a little low. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh. But I, I was like, I'm starting it. Because I, I love Ray Bradbury. I've read a lot of his, his literature and, and that's one of his best books and and you know what? I thought it was pretty good. It's kind of a modernization of the, of the story. Right. Um, and, I, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, then, uh, one of the new releases, um, Matrix Resurrections. Oh, yeah. Watched it. Theaters? HBO no, Max. I saw it on Max. I yeah. really wanted to get to the theaters. Mm. But it's so cold out. It's so cold. And... It's so convenient. I don't yeah. think there's a couple HBO Max movies I wanted to watch in theaters, and it's just so hard to say, but it's right there. Yeah, I, that this is one I really did want to see in the big screen, yeah. and I just, I was like, I'm not getting there for this, because there's two other movies I want to see in the big screen I haven't yet. I want yeah. to see Nightmare Alley, mm-hmm. still haven't seen that yet, and I want to see Spider-Man. Yeah. And I've tried to go see that, but it's been sold out the times I want to go yeah. all week. Christmas break, kids. kids. I'll wait till next Tons week. Tons of kids. That's going to be playing till June. No one's seen Nightmare Alley, though. I think you're good to go see that. I know. I don't know what the it, big deal yeah. is. It looks awesome. You know, it's just a weird... I have theories. I don't feel like it was advertised. I mean, not as much as a Spider-Man movie. I mean, you can't open a web browser without being advertised Spider-Man. Yeah. But it's just kind of weird. These, like, adults, like, a movie kind of made by a weirdo, Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> who is kind of making a movie for an adult audience. And, yeah, we're just in a weird time for it. Maybe, maybe Christmas wasn't the best maybe, release. Yeah, maybe a weird release window. Yeah. The, I mean, this guy, when the his last home. movie won Best Picture. Right. And to think that there's just not this audience. I mean, it made crazy low number money. Yeah. But. It's a weird, we're in a weird time. And, and I, 
I mean, Spider-Man, they were they were not streaming that anywhere. That was theater. And, and, yeah. And that clearly paid off for them. Uh, blew not um, only COVID numbers away, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I saw Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that one? I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's kind of how, how they... How, throughout the movie, how they rationalize... Another rendition of the Matrix. Do I need to watch any of the old ones? No, I didn't tune back into the old okay. ones since we did. And it makes show. sense, or and it makes it makes perfect sense. Okay. It's totally watchable out of the blue. I, I think you need to have seen. Right. My general understanding though of the trilogy, though, from yeah, you're good. Ten you're years to- ago, you're totally okay. good. You, in fact, maybe you know they do such a good job that you, you get plenty of the backfill from. Just watching it, and I, I really I, I enjoyed it. I don't know what it's doing, what it's pulling, but I'm like, I wasn't sure about them bringing it back, and then they brought it back, and I watched it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, um, and it's cool. It's got some. It's got that Matrix stuff too mm-hmm. that I like. That sci-fi stuff. Um, another real new release, I think, relatively new. Um, Netflix original. Don't look up. Yeah, that's. I mean. Last week, or yeah, two. Um, it's trash. Is it? It's absolutely trash. I've heard mixed, mixed things, and you know how I feel about a Netflix movie recently. It was just like, can someone get in there? And did you like Vice? No, I did not like Vice. Yeah, okay. But I, I liked the Big Short. I liked the Big Short, and, and I liked the Dick Cheney movie. It was Vice. Oh, is that called Vice? What's yeah. the one that I'm thinking of? Um, Oh, I'm thinking of the Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, oh, uh, American with, Hustle? Yeah, American Hustle. Okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Vice, yeah, I liked Vice. Okay. I liked Vice. So you were two for two on Adam McKay's serious comedy movie role yeah. going into this. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm 50-50, and then I was like, oh, it's a Netflix thing. And this cast is too big to make sense of all this. Yeah, it, and it's... <sighs> So, yeah, he's got that style, right? The Big Short and Vice have this style. Yes. In this movie, like, you kind of get a taste of that thing. Uh-huh. And it's almost like, oh, here we go again. We're doing we're doing this thing. And yeah. Oh, captions and shit. But they barely do it anymore. And so it's like there was this idea they just left because they realized it wasn't working. And to be completely honest, the movie's not good. Mm. I don't think it's good at all. I think it's garbage. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's doing. Uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see the Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it's a crappy movie. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence is, is okay. Leo's okay. Cate um, Blanchett's fun in it, but I'm, I love Cate Blanchett, so she could be garbage and yeah. I wouldn't care. I love her. 55%. I would have 216 critical. That, that's higher than I would have yeah. put it. I would have guessed. Um, Meryl Streep, and Jonah Hill are the best performances in it. Yeah. Their dynamic and what they're doing is funny. Uh, oh, and then to wrap up what I've been yeah. watching, 2021, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Okay. Uh, it, it was better than Don't Look Up. <laughs> yeah. It, it was actually a fun movie. I uh, enjoyed it. I it was like, you know, LeBron does not have the on-screen charisma as MJ have. 
Yeah. And I think it's because... It's wild to say, because I think I recently watched Space Jam, and I was just like, oh, MG, MG's kind of... He's kind of cardboard in this. And, you know, so I think that is the benefit to, to MJ is they didn't let him do too much. Right. Where they're letting LeBron try to be an actor. Oh. And he's not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's a... I love the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Their shtick is funny. It, it was it was it was a good movie. It was it was a shame. Uh, I thought LeBron in, in that Amy Schumer movie Trainwreck. I thought LeBron was pretty funny in a small supporting role. Kind of. I never watched that because I don't like Amy Schumer. Yeah, that's probably why. Um, yeah, I don't love her comedy. Um, Bill so, Hader, Bill Hader, uh, King of the King of the Silver Screen. Love, love Bill. Yeah. Love Bill, especially after Barry. Love yeah. Bill. He's he's great, man. LeBron, he plays like a sports medical doctor, maybe or a therapist, or some you know sports there. And so like, there's real athletes in it. LeBron's in it, and LeBron like kind of plays like a friend client, and is kind of giving him dating advice. I was like, oh, LeBron's funny, but he has. Ten minutes of screen time mm. in it, you know, they're not leading man uh, trying to do a lot. Yeah, I don't think he can really do a leading man thing. Yeah, um, he's so tall, so tall. <laughs> but the but the animation is really fun. Uh, uh, the Looney Tunes are funny, um, clever. The uh, Don Cheadle is in it. He's a little over the top, but but I I I just like what they did, and and not only did they do the Space Jam thing again. They really they they dipped into the whole Warner Brothers library. Okay. Throughout the movie, and it's kind of it's kind of fun, and there's some there's some fun stuff. I think they kind of they pull the Pixar thing where they they hit a lot of stuff in there yeah. for the adults, in a, in a kids movie, um, that only adults could really see or get like the gist, and uh-huh. and even just like making fun of LeBron as an athlete in his career and, and how he's gone team from t- team to team and and all and just. Uh, like blatantly, like I'm like wow, the, like good for you, for LeBron, for letting him like do this. Yeah. Um, but how's uh, that about LeBron? He doesn't. I mean, he seems like a guy who's very comfortable with his celebrityism and allows himself to be like the butt of a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I think he realizes now, like the decision, you know, the, that whole idea of having a. ESPN thing where he was going to announce he was going to Miami and then yeah I think I think he's in on like oh yeah some some of his stuff's funny like yeah yeah it's silly like whatever I I have my rings and my millions yeah and my billions and, yeah yeah, yeah. Where, you know some athletes are just he's like man you're still so successful and you still are so serious about yeah you know, yeah you like a Tom Brady who can let loose in a Adam Sandler movie everyone loves Tom Brady now he's in Tampa Bay people do love Tom Brady he's being, he's being himself yeah and look how look how funny he is. And you know what people, people love him? Uh, Bill Belichick in a Subway commercial. So. <laughs> it was just, you know what? It was a divorce where you go, I think both are happy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they both peeled off a band-aid. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, you know what? Bill eats the Subways in his sweatshirt. Tom, he's doing TB12 down, down on the beach. Yep. Yeah. And he's in Subway commercials too. Oh, is he doing Yes. Look at, look at that. And it, he and he's, his fun are funny too because he's kind of like the butt of the joke. Yeah. Like, he's in a Subway commercial, but like, but you don't eat bread. Oh. And he's sitting there holding a sandwich. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think it's in that Hertz commercial where they're just like, yeah, the guy's a, he's a robot. He comes in here and gets uh, diagnostics run. 
Uh, but yeah. that's, that's what I watched. I, I, I had a lot more than I thought. Yeah. I, uh, some were great, some not great. I watched some stuff. I didn't get as many of my Christmas classics uh, as, I, as I tend to. I was traveling a lot during Christmas, and I went to a place where people don't like to sit around and watch Christmas movies. Uh, I got a few in. It's a, a sad, sad place to, to celebrate. Yeah. To not celebrate. To not celebrate. <laughs> movies are a, a vital part of the Christmas experience. Yes. Uh, but I did get some in. I'm working on a tier system. Not a ranking. I don't want to rank Christmas movies. But definitely, there are tiers, right? That's why we have our our uh, classics and our uh, everything. So I'm, I'm just going to kind of throw, throw some, you know, classics that I saw. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Christmas classic. Um, I watched A Christmas Story. It's a Christmas classic. Elf, I think, is... It's, it's a tier below. Rewatching it, I was like, hey, there's some jokes, but... Also, some of the stuff, eh, it doesn't work anymore. And see, that's what I was talking about. Household to household, that changes. Oh, people love There are people that love Elf. Yeah. And I watched Elf, I think, for the first time last year. Because uh-huh. people, oh, it's Elf, it's a classic. Like, okay. Yeah. And when it was a classic, I would have seen it. Right. But people are loving Elf, and I watched Elf, and I'm like, I don't think Elf is very good. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to throw my nose up at a modern classic, but Elf, to me, just it doesn't it doesn't hit fully. For me, like there, there was some okay stuff there. Rewatching it, I was like, "Oh, no, nah, I don't like this." Like we, yeah, I mean, it's a fish out of water tale. But I was like, eh. in twenty twenty one, I'm kind of over Will Ferrell's man child shtick. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's a watch every couple years. And then you're like, hey, there you go. You know, Santa's coming, right? He yells it out, big man child. Um, all right, couple, and then let's go tier below that. Okay. This is like we'll throw this on once every five years, which I think how. Six years, which is how often I'm watching this one. I, I rewatch the Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, raunchy Christmas movie, The Night Before. Yeah. There's some funny jokes in it. I laugh at certain parts of it. Um, some of it doesn't work, but it's all right, especially for this type of Christmas movie. The options you have are like the raunchy or adult Christmas comedy. There's not a lot. This is this one's okay. It's fine. There's definitely some things that make me laugh in it. That's all you can ask for a movie I'm going to put on every five years. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's go below that. Okay. All right. We're not full on into... Look, if one is It's a Wonderful Life, Home Alone, Die Hard, you know, your absolute classics. Every year. Your every, every year. Uh, you try every year. You, you, yeah. They're on your list to watch every You may or may not watch them. And watch. the bottom tier is Christmas with the Cranks. Yes. This is right above Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. These are, I'd watch that again sometime. Like, Or if it's on while I'm uh, decorating the tree, building a gingerbread house, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're visiting someone yeah. and they put it on. And yeah, where you're kind of like, I just throw on a Christmas movie yeah. and have it on the background. Yeah, okay. uh, four Christmases. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, little thing where they have to go to four different Christmases in one day. It's, it's definitely more adult humor. I like Vince Vaughn. I, I think Vince Vaughn's thing is funny to me, and I, I think Reese Witherspoon's great in this. Uh, it's not a very good movie. It's stupid for a lot of it, but Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, they, they carry a hour and a half movie that I'm, I'll am i look up and be like, oh yeah, that's funny. That's funny it's happening right now. Mm. Alright, we're almost to Christmas with the Craig territory with this one. <laughs> but it's slightly, slightly above. There's something that puts this right above. I'll tell you what it is. It's Danny DeVito. Deck the Halls. The Matthew Broderick, Danny DeVito, 
angry neighbors battling because of Christmas lights movie. It's stupid. Um, it's it just kind of goes from one Christmas set piece to the next. But I like Dan DeVito. He he sells me on it as this guy putting Christmas lights up on his house and annoying Matthew Broderick. And Matthew Broderick plays the perfect uptight neighbor. And it's okay. It's not Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, I still stand by. There's like six good Christmas movies, and the rest of them you kind of just tolerate. And then you have the few. Um, Christmas with the Cranks. What's the Ben Affleck movie? Surviving Christmas. Just like god-awful Christmas movies. But I'm I thought you were going to go Reindeer Games for a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, is, reindeers? It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I was say, that might fall in a Four Christmases yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Um, yeah, so I watched that. And then, oh, uh, one other. This is kind of, it's it's in the Four Christmas territory. This is a Netflix movie. It's called Single All the Way. Um, it's like, this is like very Netflixy. I, I think I did this with a couple other Netflix movies. They're like beefed up Hallmark movies. Uh, so I'm less critical of them because this is definitely a Hallmark movie. It's, um, it's a gay love story. That's nice to see. Two leading men. Uh, but, you know, it's the, it's the same beat by beat. A guy maybe doesn't have the Christmas spirit, goes back to his hometown, which is always in this picturesque Massachusetts town, and then regains his love of Christmas and, and finds love. Perfect hallmarky, right in there before Christmases. Yeah. They'll make another one next year. And then you kind of just move on. You're like, no, I don't know. Does anybody rewatch those Hallmark movies? I or do you just get the I next one? So. You just get the next one next year. If you yeah, if you, you like the Christmas yeah. Prince, Christmas Prince Four is out yeah, right you just now. Get the next one no. next year, or, or I mean, there's the Hallmark, and then there's I think Lifetime. Lifetime movies. movies. They, all, yeah. they I think every year they have ten new Christmas movies. Yeah. they play. I think Netflix is in that. This yeah. is a 2021 offering, single all the way, which was also with that other one I saw with Love. Like they had ten movies you could choose from this year. Um, that's its own territory, really. Or its own tier system of just like the disposable Christmas movie subgenre. Yeah, yeah. Of like, yeah, we got one this year. I'm never gonna watch it again. Did I enjoy my time watching this one? I don't know. So that's that's Christmas. I'm putting a nice bow on my Christmas movies. I'm done. Washing my hands of it. Oh, I was watching Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the remake. I don't remember what we said during the uh, episode we did. I liked it. I think we both liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right up there with like Elf, the Miracle on 34th Street remake. And I was like, yeah, this is perfectly charming little movie about uh, a, a courtroom drama with Santa Claus. Like, that's great. Yeah. I wish the movie was more courtroom. I wish Aaron Sorkin wrote another remake of <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street. It was all in a courtroom. Um, all right. One other movie made it out to the theater. I saw Spider-Man No Way Home. All right. Uh, no spoilers. I'll say this. It's long. You can learn that when you buy your ticket. That's why my window hit my... It's my, two and a half hours. My window to get it, I see the runtime, and my window to get in there, I'm like, I don't have it. And then when, the, when I do have the window, it's sold out. Yeah. Well, except for, like, the first row, and I'm not saying the first yeah. row. Yeah. I, I got a nice Tuesday 11 o'clock showing. Nice. I'm off. So I was able to go Tuesday 11 o'clock. Had my pick, you know, good crowd. It was a good crowd in the theater. Uh, a lot of families. That's and so that's kind of like this time of year, right? I don't know if like the adult couple is going to go see Nightmare Alley. I think people who are going to the theater are the families. 
Yeah, it's a Christmas break thing. Yeah, yeah you sure. have kids, and you're just like, yeah, the, the older couple, no kids, who might be a Shazam Nightmare Alley. I don't know if they're going. And when you have kids, you're just like, yeah, we're going to buy five tickets to go see Spider-Man. And it's two and a half hours. And um, it doesn't feel super long. I did get a large Coke. I had, I had a time to pee. I, I got a feel for the movie. And I said, I think this is time. <laughs> so, I don't know, there's like a two-minute chunk missing from Spider-Man. But um, I really liked it. As far as a Marvel offering, this one's pretty high on my list. I don't Maybe crack top five. Um... You know, it suffers from all the things I say about Marvel movies. It's really long, a lot of CGI, but pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, you know, I, th- I feel like you could just say, and it's got a negative and positive connotation, Jay. You just say, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. And as I said, Marvel movies, for me, they're all done pretty well. I think I think through the years we've been doing this, I mean, we did Thor Dark World, which we didn't like. Terrible. Every now and then there's like, um, you know, a Captain Marvel... I, I heard a Turtles was really bad, but even like I don't know, like a Black Widow or like um, Iron Man three, like all those. I was just like, yeah, these are perfectly good action movies. They're fine. They they have a good formula, and then every now and then they pop off like a really good one. And I think this is one that one of their really good ones. Um, so yeah, I recommend uh, Spider Man: No Way From Home if you're one of the billion people, Mike included, who hasn't seen it. Have you seen Doctor Strange yet? I'm uh, Disney. They so, know what's up. So you just lost, you just, you haven't? I'm an hour into it. Oh, man, you just, so you just lost seeing these Spider-Mans and you, you see, you saw Shang-Chi and you're just lost. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, I mean, is, have you seen the trailer for Spider-Man? Is it? Yeah. Okay. So, Doctor Strange. Plays, yeah. Plays yeah. So, I come home, I watch the movie, Doctor Strange, you know, and, and it's kind of normal for these Mar- Marvel movies now is there's kind of like this, like. Oh, yeah, they brought someone else from one of the other ones into it. Very, very rarely. De- I mean, even Shang-Chi. Wong's in it, right? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange really heavy, actually, recently. Wong and Captain Marvel show up in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Captain Marvel? Yeah. Oh, I missed her. Does she show up at the end? No. When does she show up? She's like, they're having the meeting. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, with the... Sorcerers. Yeah. Right? And she's there, and then, yeah. Uh, just brief cameo. She doesn't actually yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, she does pop in. Um, yeah, so I watched that, I watched Spider-Man. I was like, that was great. Um, audible crying from the foursome sitting uh, a seat next to me. Well, uh, with great moved. responsibility comes great. Power? Power, yeah. <laughs> Toby McGuire talks that. Um, in, so, I come home. I'm like, man, that was, that was great. Mike's been talking about this Doctor, Doctor Strange is big. Uh, there was a trailer for um, Doctor Strange 2. Ooh, yeah. nice. So, there's a, yeah. So, I'm like, Doctor Strange 2's coming out. I, I feel like whatever phase we're in is really big on uh, sorcery right now. Because we Wong... Doctor Strange, they're all over the place. I need to watch Doctor Strange. I go to Disney Plus, first recommended Doctor Strange. They like they know everyone just saw Spider Man and wants to recap, refresh their yeah. their Doctor Strange. List. So I'm about an hour into it right now. Okay. Um, I watch I watch at home. I watch them in chunks with with my kid. He seems sure. to like the big explosions. <laughs> he like he seems to be, uh, but you know he has like a 20 minute uh, attention span. So uh, I'm digging it so far. Cool. Yeah, I like it. It's my favorite. 
Um, it's it's interesting going back. The Doctor Strange of the movie does not seem to be the same Doctor Strange of now. And I kind of liked asshole surgeon Doctor Strange. I'm like <laughs> I want that to be the whole movie. Hot shot surgeon like Benedict uh, Cumberbatch is just like hot shot asshole surgeon who gets in an accident and has to like rediscover his true true self. Take all the Marvel stuff out of it. I just want to see that movie. This <laughs> is a drama with him and Rebecca, uh, or not Rebecca Hall. Who is it? Um, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Which is why, like, looking at that movie, and I know, Mar- I, I know, you you turn to any Marvel movie, and it's like, look at this cast they got, but I'm turning to Doctor Strange, and Tilda Swinton, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's in the opening scene, um, the other guy, the uh, what's his name? It's like a mecca. Um, the guy from Twelve Years a Slave, um, and then Rachel McAdams. Like this cast is loaded, and how come none of these people show up ever again? And any of these have I just missed them all? Um, yeah, it's like you have Rachel McAdams, and she's not showing up over and over again. In all these Marvel movies. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. You know. What? Mar- you can't do love interests in Marvel movies. Oh, that's it's, true. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't work. They don't have a good success rate of like the Natalie Portmans and the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's. In, in yeah. this. Um, so that's what I watched. Yeah, uh, quite quite a bit. Had time to get two other movies. Just got them in under the wire. I finished uh, the movie we're actually doing. I finished it half hour before Mike Mike showed up. <laughs> we watched the 2005 sequel Triple X. I was going to say Enemy of the State, State of the Union, the 2005 sequel to the 2002 movie, Triple X. Triple X came out in 2002, stars Vin Diesel, Asia Argento, Samuel L. Jackson. It is um, directed by Rob Cohen, who uh, directed the first Fast and the Furious movie just the year before. Uh, Also did The Mummy 3, Stealth and Hurricane Heist. Triple uh, X tells the story of Xander Cage as your standard adrenaline junkie with no fear and a lousy attitude. When the U.S. government recruits him to go on a mission, he's not exactly thrilled. His mission? To gather information on an organization that may just be planning the destruction of the world, led by the nihilistic Yorgi. Tagline, a new breed of secret agent. Was this your first time seeing Triple X? It was. What did you think of Triple X? You say Triple X or you say XXX? I, I think I've always said triple X. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, I, wow. Uh, Vin Diesel is in it. Vin Diesel is in it. That's something you could say about uh, this movie. He's awkwardly quippy. <laughs> they do try to make him quippy. He's and it's he's awkwardly quippy. Yeah. Um. He's got some uh, absurd but fun stunts. It's like uh, it's like James Bond for like the X Games crowd. Yeah. Are they like we're gonna do James Bond, but for the Tony Hawk Pro Skater guys? I uh, I describe this movie as um, it was like a Mountain Dew rap rock metal James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah, a lot of metal. Oh. Rap rock and, and new metal. I'll say, I heavy metal. Close. I had to watch this movie over four sittings, just chopping it up. That intro with the band playing, I was like, "This is awful." Yeah, I I can't watch this. I I, I don't want to watch this. Is what I said during the first ten minutes when they're at that club. And honestly, I don't know what happened to that club. 
I don't know what happened in this movie. I yeah. I just like, read the plot. I don't know what the, the plot of the, this movie was. The intro is interesting because we got like the guy who we come to find out is a secret agent. Yeah. Running from suddenly he's running away. Uh. Uh-huh. And being chased, but then that and he gets killed in a weird way. But then I start thinking back. Oh, it's genius. They were they were corralling him. They tricked him up to going onto the stage so they could snipe his ass. And then he fell and he crowd surfed away. It's the perfect way to dispose of a body. Yeah. I think that's what happened. <laughs> no, I mean, he definitely got shot. And yeah. Was... I was more into the music that was I was hearing there. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that was Ramstein or something. It sounded kind of like a Ramstein. Yeah, very Ramstein y. But I was more into, like, their stage show. Uh huh. Like, the hell are these guys? They're like blowing fire. They're blowing like, fire. Like mass. Yeah, like a big muscly mohawk guy. Yeah, just I was, like having the time of his life. Like I didn't really particularly like the music I was hearing, uh-huh. but I I was more into that than the actual like setup of the film. Yeah, is what they were trying to do. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened in this movie either. I didn't. Um, I didn't enjoy this movie. I didn't like Vin Diesel. I, I don't like extreme sports. <laughs> I didn't like his quippiness um, because it, it was awkwardly delivered all the time. I mean, he's about to. I mean, it, it, it was kind of Bondy, right? Like the different locations. Like they're in what Colombia, then they go to. Uh, I mean, what they're in oh. Russia, and he's in that like weird ice club, and he's got that cool jacket, and he has to infiltrate. That he, was a cool jacket, though. It was a cool jacket. I yeah. did like that jacket. You know, he's about to he's about to bed bed this woman, and he says, "The things I do for my country." I was like, "You're so weird, Vin Diesel." It was, it was, an absolute direct copy from Bond. Yeah, not nothing. Yeah, it was just like reskinned for the for the early two thousands. It, it was definitely a time capsule of that of that era. I wonder what the the most recent Bond movie was released in. At that time, it would have been a, it, it would have been a Pierce Brosnan probably. Yeah, it would have been a Brosnan. World ends two thousand two. It would have been the last one. Right? World ends with you or or uh, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Bond plays very very much into. Um, let's see, what was the last one? So you had Gold Nine, World is oh why can't they just list them how I, I mean, want Golden Eye when tomorrow never dies. World is not enough is that the third? Um, I'm all over the place. Pierce, Braz, Nan. There we go. I think okay. it's soft in Nyan. And we're gonna sort Braz Nyan by his newest film. So okay, so these will be backwards to me. Uh, let's see. Where is some Bond movies? Okay, there was. I think the last one was Die Another Day. Die Another Day. Okay. Let's see. So there's Goldeneye. Was that his first one? Yeah. So we said Goldeneye. Then it goes to, um, Tomorrow Never Dies. World is not enough. World is not enough was like ninety nine, and then Die Another Day was two thousand two. So, same year. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, this movie, my confusion and uh, lack of enjoyment aside, had an $88 million budget, grossed $277 million. So oh, people love this People shit, love Triple X. People... Coming coming off the Fast and Furious, yeah, this is Vin Diesel. D- Vin Diesel, believe it or not, Mark. I remember women in 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 college. Uh-huh. They had massive boners for Vin Diesel. Yeah, chicks loved Vin Diesel, and I was always like, "What?" I think they still do. Do they? I hear. Do they? When I'm listening to when I'm hearing people talk about Fast Fast Forty or whatever we're on right now. And it's The Rock, or it's Vin Diesel, it's all no neck, big big muscles. People are just like, yeah, I still, I hear women, they're just like, yeah, I, Vin Diesel, he still does it. It's the I bald bet, head. I bet that, man. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the, the bald, talk about family, you know, he's, he's a family man. <laughs> uh, nothing's more important to him than family, it's, it's great. Uh, would you like to guess the Rotten Tomato score on Triple X? Ooh, uh, yeah, I would like to guess, um... Movie came out pre Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Yeah, two thousand two. Around when Rotten right. Tomatoes was first getting forty two. Forty eight percent. Forty eight. Okay. 40. That surprised me. I watched this movie. I did, well, this has to be like this has yeah. to be pretty low, right? Uh, it critical consensus. It has an endearing lack of seriousness, and Vin Diesel has more than enough muscle for the role. But ultimately, it's a missed opportunity to breathe new life into the spy thriller genre. I agree with that. I, I do. I do think. I didn't know this was a spy thriller. I do think it has like some positive things, you know. But when Vin Diesel steals the Lamborghini at the beginning of the movie, it's a Corvette or a Corvette. When he steals the Corvette at the beginning of the movie, and he's making the blog. It's not even that cool of a Corvette. Yeah, and he's talking about. The guy, the senator, I guess, trying to yeah. ban violent video games, and then he drives it off uh, a bridge or yeah, something. Yeah, we do. We do like this. We do like this cool bridge jump, base jump. Yeah, like car car crash, base jump, and then he jumps off it, which yeah. I think they stole for Fast Five. I think he does that same move. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> uh, I was like, I watched. They're like, we need a scene here, and he's like, "You guys ever seen my hit Triple X?" Yeah, he calls it XXX. XXX. If you ever see my 2002 X X X X X X, X. Yeah. Oh, because he has the big one. Yeah. The big X, one. X X X. Uh, I was just confused by this movie. I said I hate everything about this. But <laughs> that diner scene where Samuel L. Jackson is testing him. I was like, I, okay, I like this scene. It's okay, but it's like, it's too born identity and it's too Harry, like, you know, Dirty Harry. When he breaks down like, the... Uh, like, it's just stolen. It's just stolen from other shit. But it was a test. It was a test. We knew that, though. I did, because I, I was looking up and down. <laughs> I looked up. I'm like, well, what's going on? And then, you know, he busts the guy from coffee, takes the thing. And then it was his explanation of, like, ah, Wall Street man reading the Financial Times on a Sunday. Okay, I'll let that slide. And then, But then it just goes to explain. But the big giveaway... No one wears heels in the food service My industry. My Aunt Janice was in the food service industry for 30 years. I watched that and go, alright. I'm in Desander Cage. <laughs> and, then, and then he just says dumb stuff the rest of the movie. And I'm like, I don't like Xander Cage. 
I forty eight percent I thought was crazy high. Um, Roger Ebert, uh, it, uh, beloved film critic, yeah. three three out of four stars. He says in its own punk way, it's as good as any good Bond movie. That's not true. <laughs> I was at like, Raj, what are we doing? It's not good at all, but it's not right at all. But I mean, I do understand like it didn't really take itself seriously. I wonder if I watched the Brosnan films, if I could see the thread. If I could see that oh Oh, this is kind of yeah, we're like it's a winky Absolutely fun cartoony action movie. Yeah, absolutely you, you could. If you went back to the Brosnans, you would see the the bra the Brosnan bonds are very comic book. Yeah. Right? It, like com- especially compared to the Daniel Craig's, you know. Right. The Brosnans and I like the Brosnan Bond movies. You know, Goldeneye's great. Not and I mean maybe I just love it because we got like one of the greatest video games of all time out of it. Mm. But you know his others are they're they're just Bond movies, but they are absolute like cartoons. Yeah, compared to the to the new generation of Bond. So maybe I'm watching it from a 2021 lens because I, I I really don't recall the Brosnan movies, um, that much. So maybe I'm just not seeing the Bond comparison where for me it's the Daniel Craig movies, and then before mm-hmm. that it was the Sean Connery, which I w- went back and rewatched the Sean Connerys. This isn't feeling like a Sean Connery movie, no, but maybe no. it is more the more cartoony Bond. Um, yeah, what does make sense that year it was nominated for Razzie in the category most flatulent teen targeted movie. Absolutely, did not win. Lost to Jackass the movie, <laughs> which is definitely a better movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it is such so it, sh- so it should have won the I Razzie. Mean, it, it is it is yeah. It Razzies are confusing. Yeah. yeah, it is such a weird. It is literally hey, we need a J. Kids aren't coming out to watch James Bond anymore. Let's get him in the theater. Right. So yeah, what's that kid like? He likes skateboarding, fucking Mountain Dew, and and playing video games. And Vin Let's, Diesel. Yeah, and Vin Diesel. And Vin Diesel. And, he, and Fast and Furious. Yeah. So go get Vin Diesel. I was pleasantly surprised to see Samuel L. Jackson show up. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson plays the same damn part in all the Marvel movies. This is uh, there's definitely Nick Fury. Yeah, this is it's like the bakings of Nick Fury. Well, so Sam Jackson. That's his role. Yeah. Except for, like, Pulp Fiction. He's just, like, weird puppet master. This was a weird time for Sam Jackson. I was kind of looking at the roles leading up to this, and this was kind of like Do No Harm. Um, uh, what's, what's the John Travolta military court, like, uh, thriller, mystery thrillers, like yeah. Basic or something like that? It was called Basic, but... Something like that, and then Changing Lanes, that movie with uh, Ben Affleck yeah. about road rage. He was kind of in that role, but it was the time where he was just doing a lot of things. And then he kind of did this. Iron Man's probably two years later, 2004, Iron Man. And then he's like, yeah, I'm Nick Fury now. Yeah. Yeah. But this is this what started. This, was, this movie, actually, now that I think about it, uh, the two biggest movie franchises, Marvel, Fast and the Furious, <laughs> owes a lot to this movie. I thought you might go Star Wars there, but you went fast. Uh, I mean, we're, <laughs> the, we're on Fast 10 right now. <laughs> who, who'd have thought from Fast 1 where we were to I mean, the these sheer, movies come yeah, out I mean, and they make a billion dollars. By every, sheer numbers, yeah. we have more Fast movies than Star Wars movies. Is there a Star Wars thread that we that we, we, we can pull from, from here? 
Well, Sam Jackson is in Star Wars. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So prequels right around this time. Yeah. Right before. Right before. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand two. Yeah. So. Oh. Right. I mean, right in the midst. Yeah. I saw. I saw Attack of the Clones it's in theaters. Attack, I, was, I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. Attack of the Clones would have been 03. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. This Is there a little uh, Augusta Gibbons in Mace Windu? Damn right there is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three years later, so this movie was a smash hit. We get a sequel. Uh, unfortunately, Vin Diesel drops out, and we don't uh, return director uh, Rob Cohen. He goes on to be an executive producer. So replacing uh, Vin Diesel, we, we bring in the next best thing, Ice Cube. For Triple X, State of the Union. This movie stars Ice Cube, Willem Dafoe, Scott Speedman, Peter Strauss, along with the returning Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, directed by Lee Ta- uh, Tamori? Tamahori, who directed Die Another Day. The James the Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie, so definitely right. there's that Bond thread yeah. in in this. Uh, he also directed uh, Nick Cage classic Next, and Along Came a Spider. Oh, and The Edge. So you know, throw some respect on uh, Lee Tamahori's yeah. name. Along Came a Spider's good. Yeah. Oh, and The Edge is awesome. The I can't wait to the awesome. sequel of that. Yeah, The Edge is awesome. Yeah. Triple uh, X State of the Union. Uh, Darius Stone's criminal record and extreme sports obsession make him the perfect candidate to be the newest Triple X agent. He must save the U.S. government from a deadly conspiracy led by five-star general and Secretary of Defense George Deckert. Uh, has a tagline, prepare for the next level. That synopsis makes absolutely no sense. About as much, both Triple X movies, I, I will admit, I was not paying the most attention, I did not know the plot of these movies. There's no plot. It's. There's no. They, I mean, they, I, neither I, have a plot. I could follow this one a little more in that I get it. The Secretary of Defense is trying to throw a coup to take over the presidency. Right. Why Darius Stone was. Because it's almost like Darius Stone is brought in. It's almost like he's a wrong place, wrong guy spy. Like, it's, it kind of seems like this mission falls on him and his team. Why was he recruited? Well, okay. So first off, the the first error yeah. in that in that synopsis yeah. is the mention that he's an extreme sports enthusiast. Doesn't show up. At he's all. not. And they they straight up out of the like they come out of the gate swinging, saying we don't need one of these extreme sports yeah guy triple X's now. We need a different. We need to go think on a different extreme. Somebody sport. says the last guy, last triple X, he could snowboard. He could skateboard. Right. He could parachute. He could do the stacking cup. Things. I think someone cut and pasted this <laughs> yeah. and just like tried to fill it out for this 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 movie. Yeah, it's they did it wrong. He was really good at planking. Xander Cage, extreme sport enthusiast. <laughs> Darius Stone says, "I don't play games with my life." No, no. So he I'm was. A, he's a soldier. He's a soldier yeah. in prison. He's a Navy SEAL yeah. who was in prison serving twenty years for punching out his superior. Who happens to be um, George Decker? Yeah, so 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 Gibbons is like we got to go opposite for yeah. this triple X, but we need more attitude. Well, what's the opposite of a extreme sports burnout dipsh- dipshit guy? Well, military man, yeah. clearly, clearly, a military man that's in jail is extreme. Is the opposite in the first triple X? And not to go back to first triple X. Do they ever explain why Vin Diesel was so good at being a spy? Because you're right. 
when we meet him, he seems like a dipshit. Uh, he, he he's just, at that like weird rave party, and then he gets shot with the the dart. And he's just like, it was only a Corvette. I, I, this guy I seems like a bound dude, dumb guy. I don't think they come out and be like, hey, this is why we chose you. But he passed the test, mm-hmm. and I think he passed the test due to his his in- ingenuity. Yeah. Um, and it, and his uh, uh, observation skills. Yeah. Yeah. And and his willingness to help a stranger. Yeah. In that one that. test, like I think, yeah, they were just they had all those. Fucking guys that were testing and, you know, were thinning them out. And yeah. he ended up being the best spy because he thinks outside the box. Yeah. I think that's why. Okay. He thinks outside the box. So he had no military background. No. No reason no. to explain. No. He just he just jacks cars with Tony Hawk. Yeah. Like, that's all he did. Tony okay. Hawk was in that, by the way. Tony Hawk was in Triple X? Yeah. So Tony Hawk is driving that sweet um, convertible that picks up oh. Xander after the stunt. And he jumps off the bridge with the thing. Tony Hawk. I think those are some other famous oh, okay. skateboard guys. And they drive him to the party. Yeah, Tony Hawk's like... Man. He looks at the... Whoa! Yeah, Tony Hawk's driving the car. Okay. Yeah, I saw of- Danny Trey. I was like, can't get a bigger cameo than that. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So he's definitely not a extreme sport. Matt Hoffman was in that Obsession. Movie. That's a guy. Matt Hoffman talks in that movie. He's got a long... <laughs> they pay him extra for that. Um... Yeah, plot-wise, I can kind of follow this, but then at the same time, I'm also, I don't know what's happening from scene to scene to scene. He's, like, recruited, but then he takes over, but then it kind of turns into this, but the Triple X team was also being targeted, um, so they needed an extra guy, and then it kind of falls on Darius Stone to, to solve everything and save the president. Yeah, I think I think he was brought out of jail just really for kind of one job. Yeah. And then when Gibbons gets... What was that job? To break back into the facility uh, and okay. see what people went there to... Like, figure out who was there to steal them. And then when store. Gibbons gets Yeah, then gets Gibbons got. Gets, gets got. He's now like, it's on Darius Yeah, Stone. next man up. I gotta, I gotta like... Because he was, he was loyal to Gibbons because yeah. they served together. So he's like, kill my buddy. I'm yeah. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fucking take you out. You know what? Xander Cage, Darius Stone. Loyalty. That's a, that's a common thing. Loyalty. Between those two. Yeah. Um, what did you like about Triple X State of the Union? Um, the cast was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I see that guy, Scott Speedman. Scott Speedman shows up in a he's lot like of a, He's like a poor man's Christian Bale. But okay. he should be in more stuff. Yeah. I like him. I like him. Um, Willem Dafoe's great. Willem Dafoe, yeah. And the guy that comes up with the gadgets... He's in the first. I think it's the same guy. Yes. I kind of wonder about this guy. Like when he got the first Triple X, and he's like, "Oh, Vin Diesel's in it. We're coming off fast." He's like, "I'm the guy. I'm the new. He's re- cute. I'm the new reoccurring character. Yeah. And maybe the in a new franchise, it's gonna blow up the world. Yeah. And then they they did blow up the world with Triple X. Oh, he's like, oh shit. Then he waited. He's waiting for his phone call. Waiting for his phone call. Doing a couple of like T-Mobile commercials. Then finally gets it, and he shows up on a scene, and he's gonna like go fist bump Vin, and he goes into the trailer, and it's Ice Cube. Yeah, like feel bad for that guy. Yeah, um, I don't know if I mentioned. Uh, so Vin Diesel um, dropped out of this movie because he he just didn't like the script. That was that was his reasoning. So he had signed on for a sequel. Uh, him and the director. The director. Okay was um, directing another movie at the time. And um, so he, he bowed out uh, due to scheduling conflict, is how, how he got out of that. 
what was he what was he directing at the time? I think it was oh stealth. He can do triple. He can do triple X too because he had to go do Stealth, yeah. the uh, Jamie Fox, uh, Jessica Biel airplane movie. Uh, but Vin Diesel just fuck. This is all just IMDb trivia. He didn't like the script. It was like I'm bowing out. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Vin, but I think this script was better than the first script. I I wonder what he read that was just like I don't like this. Well, they it. they clearly had to change the script when they recast. Yeah. Because there's no jacket. Maybe? Well, they put well they put in all the stuff about like we're not using a stunt guy, we're using an army guy, and, and, yeah. and they they make reference to it and make jokes about the original Triple X throughout the whole. Yeah, film. how much of that had we rewritten? Yeah, yeah. How much of that was a? Uh, how much of that was spite towards Vin Diesel? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, fine, we're just throwing jokes at this guy, yeah. man. Yeah, they killed him. So I uh, imagine the misspelling. You know, it wasn't like. Xander Cage can't be reached. Or Xander, yeah, Xander Cage is remote. Like we, 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 he's off the grid right now. Up, dead, they just were like dead in Bora Bora. Xander Cage is dead in Bora Bora. <laughs> Killed in Bora Bora. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what if, what if some bad blood there? Um, I, uh, oh boy, what did I like about this one? There was some cool. I you know I like a good action sequence. There was some good you know the stuff on the boat with uh, Ice Cube. Uh, rescuing the, the the team, I thought the the siege on the Capitol building uh, with the tank and um, saving Sam Jackson. I thought that was fun. I enjoyed the army tank fight on the aircraft carrier. Uh huh. Yeah. I, just something about like shooting ordnance like that. Are trained military professionals, whether they're good guys or bad guys. Yeah. Shooting ordnance on a ship, I found absolutely hilarious and dumb, but it was fun for me. Yeah, uh, exhibit showed up. That yes, was, that was a fun. That was a fun. That was yeah. a cameo I recognized. I said, yep. "Yeah, it's exhibit." Exhibit. Uh, oh, and soundtrack. That was fun. I thought it was a nice little yeah. throwback to two thousand five rap music. Yep, that, that was a that was a fun little soundtrack and completely like flip side of the coin for the soundtrack instead of all that metal and, mm-hmm. and new metal stuff we got hip hop yeah know, early 2000s hip hop yeah now this speaks more to me I like the opening credits I like a good animated credit scene yeah there are bars closing at one point the bars close and a hand grabs the bar and I oh that spooked me <laughs> I was like oh I wasn't ready for that it shocked me um yeah you know Sam Jackson's doing his Nick Fury thing uh yeah Scott Speedman shows up uh I like his turn, you know. Yeah, yeah. You think you, you think he's just a, a, a stuck up suit, but you know, he's he's ready to get in there. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got the record for yeah. uh, whatever that uh, army guys have. Yeah, Navy I, SEALs have. I think overall, like the the even though there's not the plot is thin, I mm-hmm. I think it's I like this one better than the whole chemical missile colorful shoot the colorful chemicals they mix. That's why I was so confused about the first weird one. weird submarine. Like, it was why like, didn't that submarine go underwater? Yeah. Like, like, X could never have stopped it if it had gone underwater. It was like a, it was like, oh, he's busting a drug ring is what I thought. And then it turned into like, yeah, chemical warfare. Yeah, and turned into a, a, a straight out of James Bond. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's yeah. this big sub machine uh, <laughs> or submarine thing. <laughs> the control panels are on top. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go jump on top of that. Um, 
Like, right, well, what didn't work for you with Triple X State of the Union? I feel like they they went they moved too fast through, and I mean I appreciate it was a shorter movie, but they moved too fast through some of the, I mean the one plot twist like we we got this this uh, beautiful blonde woman that Ice Cube meets, and she's she's like, they they made that twist way too quick like yeah like I I would like a little more time with her we us thinking that she's just like a good. A good guy, but it was five minutes. So we meet like, her, and then it's the next scene. Yeah, it's right? it's yeah. They Pretty go much. yeah. They go to the house, and or at least the next scene she's in. Yeah. yeah, and then and then next thing you know, oh, she abandons abandons him with in the house with the dead body, sets him up. And yeah. Like, well, I would like a little more of her. I get. I thought, but yeah. maybe not. I don't know. So yeah, I think it. Some of the stuff they blew through things too fast. Yeah, it's an hour and forty minutes compared to uh, two hours and four minutes, which I definitely appreciated. But yeah, yeah. definitely moved things a lot. Uh, I got to, the the whole last scene of this movie. This it just looks bad. The the CGI of of uh, um, Ice Cube was at a Cobra car. Uh, the 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 screen behind him, the the train, the helicopter. It just it all looked really bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, not not great CGI work there. Um, and then, yeah, just the plot itself. I was like, this is nonsensical. Yeah. But I can put another thing in the good category though. As I'm saying all this, I do appreciate that this movie, and maybe more so than the first Triple X movie, existed, and that it could make two hundred seventy million dollars, which it was. It was an original spy action. You know, for as much for as much as it stole from a bunch of other stuff. Xander Cage, Triple X, that whole property was like its own thing. And sure. now, you know, we're talking about Nightmare Alley can't make $3 million. Right. You know, where it's like, yeah, at one point, Triple X, like people, $270 million. Who knows how, what that was in the box office? Like, we're that rank, but it's like, that's that's a good amount of money for like an original action movie concept. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything that this movie did better than Triple X? Uh, not, no, nothing. Nothing notable to me. What about Ice Cube versus Vin Diesel? That's tough. Um, so in two different ways. One, as an actor. And then we can talk about action movies, star power. I'll say, I don't really think either one of these was great scripts, great script writing. I did like Ice Cube a little more. He kind of felt less wooden than Vin Diesel. That scene where he's uh, in the t- in the waiter outfit, kind of just getting away from um, the security team, and he's he's carrying the tray, and then he takes the champagne, drinks it, and puts the you know, tips the, the the tray into like a guest thing. Just like his little his escape, the way he kind of talks. I mean, he's very much Ice Cube. You know, he, he knows who he is as an actor. He kind of just felt a little more natural. I don't look at Ice Cube and think Navy Seal. Yeah, I. He doesn't look like a Navy SEAL. Uh, I don't know, man. I have a hard time with Ice Cube. I, I just don't like. I I didn't buy into him at all uh, for the part. And who's better actor wise? Man, that is hard. That is hard yeah. to say because Vin Diesel is not a good actor. But he draw he. Uh, overall, I think I go Vin Diesel over yeah. Ice, but. For these movies, that's a dead push for me. I think Vin Diesel is the bigger, I mean, bigger action star. It's Vin oh, definitely. He's found his thing. I think Ice he's Cube. Found, yeah, he's found his thing. He's found his spot. I think Ice Cube 
earlier in his career. I mean, he started, I mean, Boys in the Hood was what, 1995 or six or something like that. Yeah. He, but I'm not like Barbershop, Ice Cube, the comedy Ice Cube. Friday. Friday, Friday Ice Cube. Um, you know, 21 Jump Street. He's kind of found his, I think in, in, in the, he found his thing. Which isn't great acting, but it's a comfortable screen presence. Yeah, like, I, I, he, he's a, he can be in front of a camera, and he just he feels comfortable doing his Ice Cube shtick. Yeah, I, not a great actor, but I think Vin Diesel was trying to be a good actor early in his career. I think Vin Diesel got in his lane sooner though and stayed there. Yeah. Ice Cube has been trying to find his lane, and I think he has found it finally. Yeah, but. I don't know, like, this movie is so hard to categorize, because I'm, half the time I'm like, oh, they're just making fun of the original movie. And then I'm like, well, Ice Cube's being Ice Cube. Well, now Ice Cube's being serious. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't figure out what I was watching. It was a mess, yeah. And then there's just the Willem Dafoe elephant in the room. Yeah. Man, it's a genius. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's a pretty good actor, man. <laughs> Uh, the fact that he uh, he's the bad guy, right? yeah. which always helps in movies. Like, you know, I think about these like Marvel movies. You know, watching Doctor Strange and Mad Mickelson shows. I was like, hell yeah, Mad Mickelson in this. Like, get you a good actor who's just gonna chew some scenery in like bad action movies. I was watching this uh, Netflix documentary series, the movies that made us. I'm kind of watching them out of order. I started watching the Die Hard one, and they were just talking about how great of a of a movie was to cast um, Alan Rickman, who was a theater actor, who, who had never acted in a movie before, but he was a, th- a Shakespearean theater actor, to be the heavy opposite Bruce Willis. I was like, yeah, that's what you need. I, I like when the bad guy is, uh, you know, Willem Dafoe versus, you know, opposite Ice Cube. Because I buy everything Willem Dafoe's doing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Less cartoony than Yorgi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Another thing Marvel probably stole from Triple X. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, let's just get a really... Our our bad guys are going to be uh, really good actors. And they, they did, directly. Yeah. Like he was the Green Goblin. Stole that straight <laughs> up from Triple X. Uh, I don't know what came out first. Triple X, State of the Union, or, or the original Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Oh, that's tough. I want to... The s- Toad Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, let's see, Spider-Man, I'm going to say 2000, I think a year later, Spider-Man comes out. Spider-Man, films, two, same year. Yeah. Willem Dafoe just went from one set to the next. <laughs> uh, two, great year, 2002, we had Die Another Day, Triple X, Spider-Man. Wow. Yeah. Action, action fan wet dream. Um, some stats for State of the Union uh, had a hundred and thirteen million dollar budget. They upped it. A lot of that to go to Willem Dafoe, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Scott Speed, he got he and the, uh, exhibit. Yeah, Scott Speed, you know, poor man's Christian Bale. Yeah. He's going to draw some money. Only grossed seventy one million dollars. Ouch! So That's brutal. Big hit. Big uh, hit. Ron, would you like to guess the Ron Tomatoes on this one? Thirty two. Seventeen. Oof. Uh, 17 feels right. 
32 would have felt right for... That's where I just kind of fell on Triple X. I was like, yeah, that seems like a 30. This feels like a 17. Uh, even more absurd and implausible than the first, State of the Union is less inspired and technically competent than its predecessor. So, I, I mean... It's weird to say less inspired about a movie that is just ripping off James Bond. But, yeah, I agree. There's a certain... The whole extreme sport, like, edge, you know, with the grinding the rails with the serving tray, and even, like, he's... You know, s- snowboarding at one point, and uh. like that whole thing, how s- even how obnoxious it is, that's like the saving grace of the original movie. It's like, yeah, we got this, we got this by action star, but he he he's not he's not flying a fighter jet, right? You know, he's he's doing it his way, and his way just happens to be he plays Tony Hawk Pro Skater and does tricks, and I like. Even it's so stupid and it's such a stupid movie. That was the endearing part to me, because and not only because it's dumb, but it's a stupid idea. Like that was a stupid idea for a movie. Yeah. Um, thinking about Triple X and how dumb, yeah, that that stuff you pointed out, the snowboarding and the grinding the rails and how dumb that was. It made me think of another movie, also two thousand two. Do we have to go and say greatest movie year of all time two thousand two? <laughs> Do you remember a movie called Extreme Ops? I the, It sounds familiar. Uh, Devin Sawa. Oh, fucking. Bridget Wilson. Uh, that's about all I know. Um, Deadlift Shrimp? What? <laughs> Is that right? Just retired? He's done some movies. I've seen him in some stuff. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that, but I've seen Deadlift Booth. No, oh, different Debt Left Shrimp. So maybe I haven't seen Debt Left Shrimp. While sure filming an advertisement, some extreme sports enthusiasts unwittingly stop a group of terrorists. We, and then American Werewolf you know, in Paris. We've been doing this for years. We've been doing this for years. Have you seen Gleaming the Cube? Do they stop? A drug lord? Oh, see, I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there was a time in, in, in our um, Mary Werewolf probably started the trend five years earlier with extreme sports yeah. in, in our movies. Yeah, there was a time where people just loved snowboarding and skateboarding and was like, yep, we're going to use it to stop terrorists and, it, and fall in love. And that's the thing, like, you know, with, with you know, there, there were always, you know, skaters and stuff growing up. Yeah. Niche crowd, but then when Tony, when Tony Hawk Pro Skater the video game came out, that made everyone a skateboard fan. Yeah, it's true. And suddenly, like, everyone's a skateboard fan. I couldn't give a shit about skateboarding. I had that game. I loved it. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone all of a sudden knew Tony Hawk is. And, and then X Games starts, and, and people are watching it, and and now it's in the Olympics. And, and I mean, that was, and that was, that was the, the early 2000s. I mean, Tony Hawk Pro Skater probably came out in 98, 99, something like that. And 2 and then 3 came out in the early 2000s. I mean, those games were massive hits. Yeah. And, and they really did vault skateboarding into the mainstream. And with that came all these other extreme sports. Uh, riding the coattails. Yeah. And, yeah, that's why we got Triple X. And Extreme Ops. And Extreme Ops. Yeah, we, we, when that gets remade, we're going to do it. Um, would you like to see a direct sequel to Triple X State of the Union? No. Now, the other movie, it's teased that, I guess, I, I wonder if the thought behind these movies, 
was we're going to get a new triple X every movie. We lost, uh, I'm sure originally they were like, Vin Diesel's our guy. Vin Diesel, Xander Cage is our James Bond. He drops out, you get Ice Cube. But maybe once they got Ice Cube, they said, all right, yeah. The star of the movie is not the star. Triple X is the star. Because Samuel Jackson, Augusta Gibbons says, I got someone in mind for the next Triple X. And then it ends. Yeah, there's so, there's so many holes, though. Because Triple X didn't exist until Xander. Until he showed up. They called him X. Yeah. Because he and, had the tattoo. He had the tattoo. And they're like, hey, and, and Sam Jackson's like, hey, I see you got tattooed Triple X. You want that to be your call sign or whatever? Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, but now the agent's called Plex, right? Yeah. And and you're right, like from a, the a movie producing and yeah. from the business standpoint, then yeah, okay, they got Cube, so then they're like, okay, yeah, maybe that's our thing. Next set, next movie in the in the franchise, we cast a new Triple X. It's yeah. always a new one for the whatever they got to do, they get the right guy for the, the for, for so the let's job. say we got a sequel. 2007, two years later, we get we get a sequel to Triple X, State of the Union. Who was, who was Samuel Jackson talking about? What would uh, what would the bad guy be? Um, there's because it kind of depends on your foe. Yeah, they're stopping um, uh, a terrorist who wants to create a giant tidal wave to wipe out uh, the western coast of the United States. So it takes place in Hawaii. Surfing's gonna be big in this one. Uh, I I got it. Yeah, it's Emil Hirsch. Oh, Hirsch is great. Emil Hirsch, he play he he's he plays a um, environmental scientist that yeah. just happens to surf. Oh, it's great. I was that's funny you said Emil Hirsch, perfect in that time. He's a little small, but he he, he bulk up. He bulk <laughs> well, up. Ice Cube's not a big guy. He's he's hefty though. Ice Cube's like you know he, he's a heavy boy. Uh, he's not big. He's not Vin Diesel shredded. He, he's he's got he's heavy. He's I mean, he was Doughboy. You know, there's a reason they yeah, called him yeah, Doughboy. I was gonna say Justin Timberlake when they they have the Alpha Dog connection, but like Timberlake, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, he's Triple X. <laughs> but yeah, he's a guy. He likes to rollerblade and surf and um, whatever else was big in two thousand eight. Is she a sport? He hacky sacked. <laughs> <laughs> he, he rides a unicycle. Yeah, but yeah, Emil Hirsch is Triple X. X. Yeah. Um, would you like to see now obviously we, we do get a, a sequel I assume there is a third one it came out fairly recently a lot of time passed they brought it back Triple X Return of Xander Cage are you interested in seeing that sequel I I I am Mark I I am interested in seeing it because these movies were so bad I just want to know how they bring him back from his death on Bora Bora I want to know why Vin, Vin Diesel must love Triple X like, the first movie. Yeah. He must have been so hurt that the script was so bad that he walked away from it. For him, to use his star power, the fact that he is Groot, he is uh, Dom Toretto. I mean, he, he makes a Fast and the Fish movie every two years. It makes a yeah. billion dollars. He doesn't need to do Triple X. The fact that he's like, I'm bringing this franchise back from the grave. We have wrongs to right. I am curious. The fact that they killed him off in the second one. Killed him off. Blatantly made fun of... Yep. The first movie. How does Xander Cage come back? Yeah, I hated I, these two movies. I want to watch the third I one. I just want to... Yeah, I just want to know. I just oh. want to know. I know it's going to be absolutely trash, but I want to know. What if it's good? 
What if, what if he's good? what if he's learned some tricks from what like Fast and the Furious and he's like, no, I know how to do I know how to do this action sports movie thing. What if it is good? Yeah, I'm not even looking at the Rotten Tomato. You just have to watch you it. You have to watch it. You just have to find it for yourself. What about a Triple X remake in 2021? No Xander Cage, no Darius Stone, just a a, a remake. They're they're bringing it back. Oh, maybe they recast Xander Cage. Oh, man. I I do like the I, I do like the idea of this non-traditional spy. Yeah. Action spy. But I feel like we've we've tried this we've tried this extreme sport remake with point break. Yeah. And it was so over the top that it ruined it. Uh. The surfing in, in Point Break the original was at least somewhat legitimate. Yeah. But I don't know. I like the idea. Rebooting it. Ooh. How about this? This just hit me. I don't know how popular extreme sports are, but I'm trying to think of that generation, the, the, those kids who loved extreme sports. Well, I think we just call them sports now. Right, and see, that's the problem, is that they're, yeah. they're so mainstream that you want to get like someone a little underground. Who's a guy making these videos that Sam Jackson looks at and is like, we got to recruit this guy, let's let's bring him in. It's Steve-O, and he does <laughs> jackass stunts, and that's, yes. that's his secret. Yes, yes. He foils the bad guy by attaching a giant hand to a doorway. <laughs> it's like Mr. Bean. It's like... A Mr. Bean extreme yeah. action. It is, yeah, it's Steve-O or it's Johnny Knoxville. It's one of those guys. Yeah. Or, you know, they just cast whoever, but that's his thing. Like, he's an internet prank guy. Yeah, internet pranks and Prank, or like he puts himself through TikTok like TikTok superstar. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah. That's not YouTube. What am I talking about? I'm old man. Yeah, TikTok, superstar. Yeah. Influencer, uh huh, if you will, yeah, puts hot sauce in his eyes or whatever, <laughs> yeah, like does all this shit, and like this is the next guy. But he also has that like keen, like when he does the test, he also can like point out all, all yeah. this stuff, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's like a savant who just chooses to staple his nutsack, yeah, just he channels his ability into really stupid shit like a right. lot of people a lot of kids like do. a lot of kids do, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like I, the tide cha- the pot challenge. I could have got into MIT. But I also have half a billion followers on TikTok. I have a half a billion followers, and people give me free shit. Exactly. So you, who's dumb now? Yeah, I get I get free Tommy Bahamas mm-hmm. to wear shirts while I eat Tide Pods. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I, that's the reboot of Triple X. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, remake sequel. You have to watch one of them again. It can't be Return to Xander Cage. Which Triple X movie are you putting on first? I'm, I'm going with the original. I think I'm going with the original. Just for the the the, the absolute stupidity of the stunts and, and, and the integration of, of, of sports. Yeah. Just for that reason. Man, I don't want to watch either of these again. I mean, there's at one point in the original with they're in Columbia or whatever. Yeah. And they're doing these epic dirt bike jumps. And then, like, they're, like, floating, like... Like, Vin Diesel's doing this huge dirt bike jump, and he can stop, and he can look both directions in midair, get his surroundings, see the bad guy doing an epic jump on his motorbike, 
But that but that guy on his motorbike is going, oh shit, in real time. Yeah. Yeah, love that. There's a part in Colombia. What? You know, now I think of the scene where Danny Trejo is interrogating him. And he thinks he's still part of the test. I was like, that's fun. That's a fun it scene. It was fun. That was a fun scene. And then he escapes. Right. And then, that, and then that he saves the guy, scene. No Man Left Behind. Yeah. And they're in, like, I don't know, the sugar cane field or something. And Vin Diesel. This is... Vin Diesel trying to be an actor. This is, like, knock-around guys. I'm just off, fresh off of Saving Private Ryan, Vin Diesel. He puts the guy down. He's like, I'm going to get you a blanket. And he says so earnestly that... I was like, yeah. I believe Xander Cage cares for this man he just met. And then all the guys pop up with their... Camouflage suits. Yeah, well, I mean, Xander Cage. He's like, I'm going to get you a blanket. Extreme sports enthusiast. Yeah. He does a lot of uh, surfing, skiing, snowboarding. He knows hypothermia is a huge, you That's know, true. Yeah. Health, health hazard. Got to keep that guy warm. That being said, I think. Where are you going to get that blanket, dude? <laughs> Where was he going to get Where it? Where are you going to get that fucking blanket? You're going to get on that motorbike? You're going to go down to the fucking, you know, yeah. Macy's and get a blanket? Yeah. He's gonna, yep. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, bro. Bro. I'm gonna get you a blanket. He said, I'm gonna get you a blanket. And the guy just kind of nods now. <laughs> and then all those guys pop up. Like, was, but he said it was just, just earnestness. Um, gosh, if I have to choose, which is the category, I gotta go Triple X State of the Union because it's 25 minutes shorter. <laughs> just, just based on runtime. It's 25 minutes yeah, shorter. And that's yeah. really, and Willem Dafoe. I'm giving it those those Willem Dafoe, uh, yeah, and it's got Speedman. Scott Speedman's great. I Actually, like him. He, he showed I up. I can't name another thing he's in, but I know I've seen him in things. And I'm like, I like this guy. Speed Two Cruise Control, right? It was Scott Speedman in that? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> he made out. Uh, yeah, he shows up in things. I think he's doing television now. I think he's a television actor. Uh, yeah, I thought his role was great. I like. You know his little turn when he became you know one of the guys. I gotta look it up, man. I gotta see his. I gotta see his. Catalog. Yeah, you look that up. Um, so yeah, I'll take Triple X State of the Union. Uh, but now the ultimate question: While you're looking that up, Triple X. Oh, I don't want to put too much on you because you're looking something up. But how do you grade the sequel title Triple X colon State of the Union? I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three out of five stars uh-huh. because you don't really know. I mean, I guess you kind of know somewhat early that it take the the coup is going to take place during the State of the Union. I guess right. Nah, I'm lowering it. I'm giving it a two out of five. Two out of five. Yeah, it's too long and State of the Union. It's too direct. Yeah, I don't really love the name Triple X for these movies. I have a theory that whoever came up with this movie drew the logo. That they <laughs> they thought of three X's and they were doodling and they yeah. came up with that really cool logo and they said that's the movie. I think you're right about yeah. that. Yeah. Big X, that. two X, two small X's flanking it. Yeah. Um If I had Triple X say the Union, did we need it? No. We did not need it. No. We did not need it. Can I give you my Scott Speedman? Yeah, let's, let's do go Scott Speedman. Did, did we need it? It's shorter. You get Willem Dafoe. You get a little more natural ice cube in it. You get a plot I understand. Um, I liked the boat sequence in it. Uh, I thought the prison escape was a little fun thing. 
compared to Triple X, I don't know if it's a better movie, but I don't think it's that much far off from it. But I'm going to say no. We didn't need it. <laughs> we did not need Triple X at the Union. My life, everyone's life, would be perfect. Ice Cube's life would be fine. Yeah. He still would have gone on and did Are We There Yet? Without this movie. <laughs> Samuel Jackson would have been... He's already got Augustus uh, Gibbons on his film reel. He doesn't need yeah. to do it. You're about to tell me Scott Speedman would have been fine without it. Would have been great. Will knows Green Goblin. I, I I will say this though that um that scene in the when he is escaping the prison, I did like the guards are about to shoot him, and the guy's like, "Where's he gonna go? He's not even running towards the wall." Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, are we ready for the Scott Speedman? Report? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's okay. go. Speedman. So his biggest movies, um, he's in the Underworld movies. Okay. Uh, so he he's. He's one of the vampires, I believe. Or no, he's one of the werewolves. And he's one of the main characters. Yes. He's opposite Kate Beckinsale. Yes. He's in a movie called The Strangers with Liz oh, Tyler. Oh, yeah, I just saw Yes, okay. I just saw that. Right. Um, he is in it. You so, the thing about him, while, while you go down the list, he's very handsome. Kind of looks like a lot of different guys, though. Yes. Uh, you're right. He's doing Grey's Anatomy right now. Mm. He's been on a few seasons. And then this is where I'm remembering seeing him from most recently. He is in the Netflix series You. He's in season three of You. Okay. Um, not a huge role, but a prominent yeah. role. Not a huge, but prominent. So. Medium, prom- medium prominent role. Um, so that's where I am seeing him from. But then he's in just a ton of other stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Speedman. He's working. He's working. Yeah. He's working, yeah. Good for Scott Speedman. Yes. In that Gray's money. It's that's, coming up. It's yeah. coming up. Uh yeah, so that'll do it. For, you know, now that now that we we can rest easy, knowing that Scott Stevens safe, he's doing okay. Yeah. Exhibit would have done Gridiron Gang without this movie. I don't think this is the yeah. this, this is the role that got him that that. Uh, yeah, so we don't need Triple X in the Union. I think we could have got Triple X, two thousand two, came and went. Vin Diesel went on to become Dom Toretto. That's his thing. Fifteen years later, maybe longer, says. We're running it back. You can have Triple X. Triple X return of Xander Cage. No problemo. Yeah. He had Pitch Black in there. Remember that? Yeah, Pitch Vin Black. Diesel, and then Riddick. We, yeah. I, we might have to do Riddick for the show. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel you know, you think of him as just Tom Toretto. But in, in the early 2000s, he was trying some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Pitch Black being... I've been being very fond of that movie. I never saw Riddick. I saw Riddick. I remember... I thought Pitch Black's cool. I did not like Riddick. Uh, I don't know if those are based on books or something, but I, for me, what I remember, Chronicles of Riddick got to, um, right, there's Chronicles of Riddick, and there's that, a movie just called Riddick? I think, is there three? Yeah. Maybe. I think, I think the Pitch Black thing is a graphic novel. Okay. I think. Yeah, I remember the third one getting too sci-fi-y for me. Okay. Um, where Pitch Black just was kind of this cool horror movie set in outer yeah. space, and he had the cool goggles. Uh, let's see, Chronicle. Uh, it had really cool creatures. Yeah, Pitch Black. Does it tell me what it was? Uh, they usually say, yeah. So okay, so we have Pitch Black, two thousand Chronicles of Riddick, two thousand four Riddick, twenty thirteen, which I never saw. Okay. Once again, Vin Diesel has a soft spot for these movies. When Saving Private Ryan again, part two happens, just know it was because Vin Diesel says. I'm going back. I'm resurrecting all my old roles. 
15 years later. What what do we know about Vin Diesel, Mark? He's loyal. He's, he's so loyal. I can't wait for knockaround guys, too. <laughs> I can't wait for the, the courtroom movie where he had hair. He does that. Part two. <laughs> he just brings it back. He's like, I got money. I got loyalty. I got Corona. <laughs> Pitch me some of my old movies. Iron Giant 2. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you have thoughts on Vin Diesel, Triple X, State of the Union, do we need to do Return of Sander Cage? Is it good? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to look at the Rotten Tomato score. I'm not going to do it. It's gonna, I'm going to come across the streaming. I'm going to watch it. Organically. Organically. Yeah. Or we decide we don't have a movie to do uh, in a couple of weeks. And we say, let's do, let's do uh, Sander let's just, Cage. Let's just do it. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. iTunes, or whatever iTunes is called now. There's no more. I always say Google Play and iTunes, but they're called Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Google Podcasts. Yeah. That is what they're podcast, called. Stitcher. Yeah. All those places. You can uh, rate, review, share it with a fan. If you have ideas for a sequel or remake that you'd like us to do, you can email us or uh, let us know. Find us. You can find us on the street. Say, I'd like you to do this movie. We might. We'll take it into consideration. We've still not done Rocky 2 for that guy who asked us to do Rocky 2, but he had a tone. <laughs> he had a tone I didn't like. Um, that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week, uh, our next uh, episode with another movie. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remakes. They're not extreme sports anymore. They're just sports. Wars come and go, but my soldiers stay eternal. I like that. Who said it? Jefferson Patton. Tupac.